Assalamu alaikum. This is Sometimes in Life with Noura Kareem, where my mission is to help you hold conversations with yourself, with God, and with others at work and the fields. In this Ramadan series called Life's Big Questions, we're going to be answering some of life's toughest questions. Most of the series was done in Arabic. There's a few episodes that would be in English. Today is one of them. Enjoy! Hello everyone, welcome. Got a really exciting guest with us today, Ala Al-Hajji. She is an art therapist, a counselor, and a certified clinical trauma professional. She is currently based in Philadelphia and the USA, and I have to say it's really nice and exciting to be able to talk with another therapist, someone that kind of shares the same insights, uh, the same tools and ways of thinking, and yeah, this is gonna be fun. So hi, Ala. Hi, Nora. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, <laughs> um, so you, you, you gave a little very good introduction there. And thank you for that. Thank you for, for having me. Um, it is so nice to talk to a fellow arts therapist as well, you know. Um, who am I? <laughs> like, the question, the big question. That's the first one, huh? Um, as you said, I am um, an art therapist and a counselor. I am here in the U.S. Um, for I have been here for a long, long time. I am actually getting ready to um, trans- transition back um, home to Saudi Arabia. Exciting. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's. It's a very, very special period of my life. Um, and I think it happened in this, in this time where it is a special time for all of us, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's a transitional time for all of us. And I, my period just got, you know, with everybody else. <laughs> um, so what, what do I do? Um, for now, I am not seeing clients because of, you know, um, what I mentioned, I'm kind of like transitioning, I'm getting back, um, getting ready to, to go back, back home. Um, It'll be really nice to have you back. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, so with, with art therapy, you know, I, uh, where I, you know, where I used to work, um, I used to work with, with people of all ages, you know, um, a lot of the times people, you know, ask me if I just work with kids when they, when I talk about art therapy and no, actually, um, kids are not the only people, little people I work with. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I work with people of all ages, all genders and, um, all backgrounds. Um, art therapy can individuals, groups of people, families, um, and even whole communities. I love community art therapy, and that's kind of my, um, one of my favorite um, part of my job. Yeah. Um, I would definitely yeah. say, you know, like there is this min- uh, misunderstanding or misconception of people thinking art therapy, all kids. And, you know, I can see how, yeah. you know, that would happen because like art therapy gives you a language to be able to talk about hard things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, kids are not the only ones who actually have or struggle 
with talking <laughs> adults too you know we we struggle sometimes to put our feelings or um you know hardships our difficulties sometimes our memories in in words and and art help in putting all of that in just one one space yeah so in a nutshell for those who you know first time might be hearing about art therapy or haven't experienced it um how would you explain how would you explain what you do? Um, so I think, I think that's one of the most diff difficult questions to ask an art therapist. It's, it's sort of those questions that are ex existential, you know, you, where you know you know the answer. It's just how do you answer it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so art therapy, in very few words, is um, a type of therapy and healing modality in a practice it's a mental health uh, practice that uses the art making process as a way to improve our well-being well whether it's physical mental emotional or spiritual you know um art therapist can see people who have serious medical or mental health problems but also can can see people who are seeking more emotional or creative or spiritual growth in their life. So it's kind of cover a very, you know, broad realm, I would say. Um, it uses that, you know, power of the art making process um, to connect and tap into the subconscious, the, the, the things in ourselves that we cannot reach very easily. Mm -hmm the art making process help us to tap into that very easily, very diligently <laughs> and um, in much, much safe way, you know, safer yeah. way. Um, yeah, I think that's what I would like to tell people about it. Yeah, I mean, I think there's like, there's a huge power in being able to put visuals to what's happening inside of us and then being able to, oh, yes. kind of like, yeah. Yes, um, we, that's how our brains work. It's like in, you know, when, in, well, now with like um, special and new um, neurological and new neural techniques, we can actually see the brain and the functions and, um, and, in, in how the brain is working, right? Um, we know that we work better with visuals, with, with sensory, with sensory uh, things, um, and I think you know our therapy just makes it so much easier. Yeah, you use your senses, and then also like you're working, you know, from your a deeper part of yourself as well. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. What would you say is the most, um, the thing that you love the most about what you do? Uh, the most thing I love about what I do, I think, um, is the fact that I see it and I witness it working, you know, um, I, I can I can see art therapy working in session. I can I can be a witness in 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 that process, and I th I think that's what I most love. Um, 
whether it's, it's, you know, whether we know why it's working. It's, it's a question that has been, <clears throat> you know, in the minds of a lot of researchers and our therapists is like, why does this work? Like, why does a, a paper mache mask, you know, and, and pastel markers or pencils work? Like, what's... <clears throat> what's the secret behind it? Like, how does it help access and um, explore and even soothe, soothe the pain of our traumatic experience? Um, we know it works, you know, the answers maybe remain elusive, but I, I know it, I think you know it, um, that it, it works. Um, and it's, it's amazing to just witness witness that. And it's funny you mentioned that because like one of the things that I really love about art therapy is that you don't need to understand everything about a person in order to help them. Mm-hmm. But you, yeah. can, you can give them that space and, you know, you can watch them go from point A to point B. Absolutely. Have that breakthrough. Yeah, you can just, you know, be the vessel, yeah. be the holder and, you know, provide them with with the materials with the safety that they need to to explore themselves and you know go into their healing process and you know yeah and support them through the process yeah yeah so i'm kind of curious i know like we've talked about it um you know like off of the um Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about it previously about um, art therapy and spirituality and how that plays into place, and, mm-hmm. you know, and we've talked about um, roles in a session, in a, yeah. you know, like a, in a therapy session and we're talking about spirituality comes in and, you know, like there's this concept of, you know, you're not supposed to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. You're not supposed to bring up the topic of religion or spirituality in a session unless a client um, brings it up and I'm kind of curious mm-hmm. too, what are your thoughts about it um see there's there's this powerful connection between spirituality and creativity that when allowed to enter into the therapeutic space can enhance transformation and healing um, and the literature described you know the act of creating as a way to connect human to their gods and to the sacred, you know, um, you know, a lot of times when we see it a lot in the world, creativity um, is often characterized as a sacred act. You know, we see, we see how people beautify their worship spaces, right? It has to be beautiful and creative in a way. Um, So they are, kind of they go to, together um i think art making is is deeply imbued with transcendent and non-materialistic qualities of the human experience um and that religion and spirituality are inseparable from art as they are inseparable from life um and i see i see it in session i see it um in my work where you know Art therapy facilitates meaning making through the use of art materials and images, and it, it can open up this intra psychic space where 
their spirituality can be acknowledged and explored and understood. Um, and it, that can bring many, many, many benefits, you know, um, with, with art making. It, it, art has this kind of imaginative language, right? Um, that can enable expression of these big existential questions relating to death, dying, um, grief, loss, all these big, you know, topics that sometimes we, we find it really, really, really hard to express in words. Um, art makes it easier and softer. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, like, um, like when I work with clients, I find that a lot of those big questions do <laughs> tend to show up. You know, what's my mm-hmm. purpose? Why am I really here? Why am I doing this? Um, big life questions. And, mm-hmm. you know, like what you say is resonates, you know, like when you're creating artwork, a lot of times you're, you know, maybe the door to both of them are kind of connected somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I will say, and I think I shared it with you before that, you know, when working with this, you know, a spiritual client or a person who has, you know, special connection to their faith it makes it you know easier for for us as helpers you know um to help and you know we're just you know kind of an agency to that but they they have the the biggest tools it makes it makes our job way way easier um and not to you know say that you know people who are actually lost in this um quest of life right are not even welcome in that therapeutic space and um you know both of them and all of them are actually welcome in yeah the space can actually you know connect people more to their faith and help other people actually look for answers um and that's actually something you know fascinating about what we what we do too it's an honor being able to create a space where people can actually ask those big questions and mm-hmm. dig a little with no judgment with no you know with in a safe in a safe in a safe way definitely you know one of the things that i find very humbling and i know i know you mentioned like working with art therapies like you work with a um you work with unconscious brain you know you kind of yeah way or a vessel in order to express itself as well you know one of the things that I find very fascinating um is and humbling as well you know Mm -hmm. someone you know that's there as an expert but a lot of times when my clients tend to make pictures and artwork it's like when they talk about it when we you know we discuss their artwork it's like Mm -hmm. there are always signs or um you know, the next question that they need to ask themselves or the thing that they're looking for, it's always kind of there somewhere within the picture that they've created or the thing that they've created. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I find that fascinating as well. You know, a lot of times when, when you know, when you're working with people, like you said, and ta-da, you see, you see a picture, you see something, in the, whether it's a picture, a sculpture, or anything, you know, in the creation they made. A lot, a lot of the times people would say, oh, I did not mean for that to come up. I did not intend that to look that way. 
why you did not understand why it came out looking like that. You know, it's like, it, it sneaks up on you and um, it's, it's there in front of you. And that's the answer. It's like, yes, it came up. And see how, it, how easy it was? I'm not saying that it's going to always, always going to be easy when, when these um, answers show up, right? It's not going to be. Um, as I say, they, they sneak up on you. Um, and especially when we're working with people with the traumatic experiences and um, memories from the past, they um, often are very sensory and um, uh, visual, you know, they're... Uh, they they come up and they're not they're not very easy and not pleasant you know um so we have to hold space for that too but they do they do come up (laughs) very comforting to know that somewhere within us call your gut your core um you know for me it's the place that connects us with god the creator you know our soul that's Mm -hmm always there trying to you know guide us or trying to give us some sort of answers or you know the direction of what we need next um, mm-hmm. it's kind of comforting to know that like something's got our back <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah so what do you trust in i don't what do you trust <sighs> that's a personal question <laughs> um and I think I trust that I have control and choices over this very, very chaotic and uncontrolled world, right? Um, deep, deep down, I... I believe and that's you know a personal belief system um that you know when um a human and people have have choices right and um they have this world f- for them right um I believe that um al insan musayyar lakinhum khayyar wa muyassar Right, um, we have we have choices. We can we can we can control what we can control. Yes, it's there are other things that that are outside of my power, outside of my control. But um, I think deep down, I I believe that I have some some control, um, and I like to think to think that. Um, it's kind of a sweet balance um, to have, um, especially especially around the work we do. You know, where we see we see a lot of people, and we we hold the spaces um, for very hard experiences, and you know, even traumatic experiences, and we become the vessels to hold all of that, and not just our own experiences, and that might just change our view of the world right it can it can make this world um and life that we live um seem very unfair and hard right but to have that sweet kind of balance um 
that I, I, have, I have some control, even when it seems like I don't. Um, so that's, that's what brings me comfort personally, you know? That is beautiful. And what, what would you say the hardest lesson that you've learned? What was the hardest lesson you learned? Hmm. <laughs> I think I am still learning. I don't think I, you know, I would say I, yes, I got that, you know. Um, <laughs> there are many lesson, lessons that um, I'm still working on. <clears throat> One of the hardest ones, I think, um, and, you know, especially at, you know, my time now and my age and at this, you know, um, time, um, I think where I am now um, has that you know the realization that self-knowledge is way way worth more than personal achievement you know and that's i think is such a difficult lesson um and that's a, one that i am practicing very li- diligently throughout i think the entirety of my life i will um because you know it's related to to the difference between what is content contentment and what is achievement right um i think one of them is is ego based and kind of nurture that ego confidence um and the other one is just based on a very genuine confidence to pursue a goal that will better you and make it help you explore yourself I think I think yeah a lot of us can relate to I know I can and I think at this you know time day of age I think I think we'll all struggle with that right because there's a lot a lot of distractions in the world and you know you know someone can you know you 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 really if you just run and run and run after achievements, um, which, which are very external, you know, if you make them the goal of what you do, um, that's going to be just very tiring because, you know, tr- true fulfillment and contentment is very, very calm. It's, it's motivated by creative freedom, you know, a desire to further understand yourself and, and your craft and what you do. But the other one, you know, personal achievement is, is fleeting. It goes away so fast. Um, and I said, you know, it's, it's, it's external, it's outside of you. And that's, that's very dangerous to put your worth on something outside of you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the image that always comes to my mind is like, you work really, really, really hard to climb that mountain. And it's a very, very high mountain. And, and you get there, you get to the top, and you're just catching your breath. You're trying to celebrate. But this mountain is very high that you worked on, right? And it's very, very high in there. And it lets you see that there is another mountain very close to it, right? And you're just taking that deep breath, you know, enjoying the view. And then, and then you're just saying, oh, actually, I haven't achieved anything. I must need to climb that mountain. I too. thought it was worth it, but now look at that. <laughs> yes, you know, um, that moment is just, it, it disappeared. Um, 
so I think I think it's it's not an easy um, lesson and I think um and I think other people might relate with me it's uh, relate you know to this experience it's not like yeah right um so whether the guided by um achievements and external things as opposed to guidance from within and, you know, what do I want and, you know, exploring thing and understanding self and having goals that actually mean something yeah. and more. Absolutely. Achievement. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. What would you like people to know? What do I like people to know? Um, I think especially around this time, that we, this hardship that we're living, all of us are living through right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I may, would like maybe to encourage myself first and other people to test and try to hold on to their patience, right? Um, and again, especially at this at this time, it, it's, a, it's a good lesson to to try to learn any other time but I think especially at this uh-huh. at this challenging challenging time um let's say know. someone said okay I want to do it how would you how would you how would someone be able to do it patience mm. um I think the ma- the many the main one um is to try to focus on the present presence present to be to be present <laughs> um focus on what what do you have now what are the facts that you have now and that will give you that power to to continue and 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 hold on a little bit a little bit more if we think ahead a lot that might affect how we are being patient um that's beautiful and i like that you added facts to it as well because usually we think like what do i have right now like what are achievements um stuff but i like the facts as well the knowledge you know what can i work with what you what do you have in your control right now right that's like what i like right that's what i do myself what do you have right now within your control Beautiful. And it can be the, the simplest thing ever. Like I can control the time I wake up in the morning. I can do that. I can control what I'm cooking today, this time, just today, not tomorrow. Now, you know, I can control when I take a shower, what I do with my child, you know, the things that I know that mm-hmm. are within my my control zone (laughs) um and and when you actually say it you know i have this 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 and this under my control you be you realize oh i actually have a lot (laughs) um and i'm not out of control i'm not helpless after all you know we can trick our brain brains a little bit um, just that feel of you know like i'm not out of control or i have some sort of control it does make a difference oh yes yeah so if life was trying to teach you a lesson, and this is another big question, <laughs> if life was trying to teach you a lesson right now, what would it be? Um, it is the same one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now with, uh, with everybody else, I think I am testing my patience. Mm-hmm. 
um, especially now, you know, I, I, just like I mentioned in the beginning, um, I, I, I'm in a very transitional point of my life. And it, you know, it happens within this, in, in this difficult time. Um, patience is coming up to my mind a lot and it's been tested. Um, <laughs> it, you know, I'm, I'm learning to unravel some of my, you know, of life's lessons and mysteries and patience is definitely a priority for me, at least for now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's interesting how some of those concepts, you know, come, you know, they might have a big role in our life and then they kind of go away and then they might come back. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Depends on the circumstances that you're living through. Yes. And for our last question for today, at least, um, how would you know that you're good with God? Oh, um, you know, I think, you know, speaking about control and <laughs> all of that kind of like tie it back to, to that concept is, is maybe I think to just, you know, end my day in, um, thinking I have done everything within my power um, to make either my life because I have I have to be compassion compassionate with my life with me with myself with the people around me my family and the people I help as a you know as a helper um, like I've done within all my power at the end of the day um, to help. I think um, cause, cause that's, a, that's a big um, part of my identity as a, you know, as a helper, whether, you know, I'm helping myself, my family, or other amazing people I, I, I see and I interact with, um, you know. Beautiful. I've done it. I've done enough. <laughs> within my power. Yeah. I like that you've credited the efforts that you've given the circumstances I have and the things that I can control. What have I done with it? Mm -hmm. I'll reflect on it. Because, you know, we, we wish that we can change everything to, to the best, right? Um, but is it in our control? Is it, is it within our power? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think so. Not all the times, right? So just to the extent of that I've done enough to make it better, yeah. to make it work. And there's a whole other question of what is the best and who said it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How can you be sure that that's the best, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Ada, for being here with us today and for answering some of life's biggest questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for giving the space, you know, for us too, to, to explore that, you know, and talk a little about it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you for everybody who's listening. And I hope I will see you soon, Nora. Yes. So I will attach your information as well to the, uh, the information of the podcast. So if anyone wanted to get in touch with you as well, they can do so. Of course. Yes. Thank you. <laughs>
Bye, everyone. This was Sometimes in Life with Noura Kareem. If you've enjoyed the podcast, share it with family and friends. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. I'm glad you're here, and I'll see you next time.